We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5. One. Can you hear it? Welcome back. What's good, y'all? What's good, y'all? I felt like we we're gonna start like an old school rap real quick. I was talking with my uh, country accent the other day. What's good? Just y'all? because I like the country accents in uh, Tennessee. Because Jay recently went down to Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. Did you I, see you know any what I tens know? out in Tennessee? Wait, I can't not, ask you. Not really. <laughs> but. What I did like was the country accent on females, but I didn't like the country accent on males because I associate country accents accents on males mm-hmm. with racism. Oh my God. <laughs> they just sound racist and stupid. That's probably how they feel about your brown skin. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, you're not that. You know, it's funny. We were sitting in the parking lot of a, um, of the Waffle House uh-huh. and we were just, you know, get it, gathering ourselves before we left and some guy knocked on my window, really old country guy. And I'm like, oh shit, here we go. Here comes the racism. <laughs> and he goes, this is a pretty truck. <laughs> is this a Honda? <laughs> is this a Honda? And we were like, oh, no, 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 it's a rental. It's a, you know, a Jeep. He goes, this is a pretty truck. <laughs> I just felt like you were sweating that whole trip. The whole fucking time. And then he was like, y'all have a nice day. <laughs> Y'all have a blessed day. <laughs> you have a blessed day. <laughs> anyway, welcome, welcome to the Terrible Reception Radio Show slash oh, podcast. Yes, sir. I am one of your hosts, Jay Suarez, aka Jet Plane Jay, on all social media accounts. Jet Plane Suarez. If you're looking for me on Xbox, <laughs> because Jet Plane Jay was a red zinking. <laughs> and right in front of me is I'm your other host, Parlay, and I also go by at trap jesus on instagram <laughs> you know a couple of people asked me that because i guess they were shy about asking you oh yeah what the fuck does this mean i was like just pronounce it that's exactly what it is so there you go well shout out to julian actually because mm-hmm. he called me zeus uh because of like my curly hair or something and since uh, i have white in it he keeps so, calling me batman for some reason yeah i mean i'll take it but he's convinced that i'm bruce wayne uh, no no he, he is definitely convinced that you're bruce wayne <laughs> he tells me when you're not around he's always just like yo you know jay is batman and i'm like yes apparently he's batman <laughs> and his thing is i've never seen them both in the same place ever it's <laughs> like there's no logic he's a, i've never seen you in batman he's in a goddamn place. fictional character <laughs> that's why oh, but yeah he see. called me zeus and a lot of other people like think i look like jesus so i mixed those true and i was like since i do trap music and r&b and that's mm-hmm. like the vibe i call myself trap jesus which is mm-hmm. the only one on instagram i'm mm-hmm. the only trap jesus mm-hmm. in the fucking world if there was a country rapper yeah he should go by trap, trap jesus. jesus like a mexican rapper i'll be trap jesus <laughs> a mexican i got that juice a mexican trap rapper from alabama <laughs> Trap Jesus, <laughs> Vegeta Smith, Vegeta Smith. <laughs> Instead of Vegeta's oh, Fajita. Okay, I think it's a Vegeta. <laughs> like how this turned into an anime conversation. But um, anyway, where were we? Welcome to the know. show. I like it. I like how it started. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the show. Like, subscribe on YouTube if you're listening on uh, Apple Podcasts. <clears throat> uh, just head over to YouTube. Like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a rating. 
What do they leave on there? Send Thumbs a love up. Note to Jay Suarez. Whatever. You never know. Send us a love note. Send me a letter. I don't care. Anything. Right. Uh, anything for the engagement. Uh, head over to Apple Podcasts. Leave a rating. Leave a review. Uh, it helps us with the um, positions, I guess, I on the podcast charts. With Life Force. <laughs> yeah. It helps with the Life Force. And uh, Spotify. We're also on Spotify. Uh, make sure you follow the podcast even if you're on any other platforms just head over there make the numbers look better for us and uh mondays wednesdays and saturdays at 8 a.m or 9 a.m i believe it's nine <laughs> i haven't done this in a while 9 a.m we are on power 98.5 radio app so download that it's available on alexa apps so you can tell alexa uh open up 98.5 please We'll be and it will open up. We're in. The, we we are uh, satellite radio in the U.S. and mm-hmm. also in London town mm-hmm. or England, U.K. Yes, sir. It's pretty dope. Um, <clears throat> oh, I wanted to thank you again. Uh, Jay gifted me like I think two oh, Christmases ago. Shit. What? Forgot the gifts. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Okay, I'll save it's it for the next time. Now I gotta save. I brought him some funny gifts that I was gonna give you. I was gonna say I uh, I wore your Zelda shirt that you got me like a couple Christmases back, and I brought people in Jersey City so much happiness. Yeah. There were people behind the counters. I went to a, a gelato spot. He's like, "Bro, I need to ask you, where did you get your shirt?" When I was like, "Yo, Ashley, my friend got me this a couple Christmases ago, and it came in the old uh, Super, Super NES cartridge. Yeah, cartridge, which was cool. And then I I went again." into a Dwayne Reed and this guy was nerding out. He was telling me about his like whole like video game setup, mm-hmm. how he has everything from Atari he down ma- to he masturbates to Princess Zelda. Basically, <laughs> you know, he gets he, he gets his little peach on, you know what I'm saying? So but I mean all together, uh mm-hmm. everybody was like super thrilled to see that shirt. So it was GameStop. Yeah. That's where I got a GameStop. Oh, okay. I, I told somebody uh I had thought that you gotten it at um what's the other one? Hot Topic or something like that? No, it was definitely or GameStop. Zoomies. No. No. Hot, Hot Topic. No. GameStop. GameStop. Mm-hmm. That is a GameStop exclusive. GameStop exclusive. I don't know if they have them anymore, but no. they 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 switch them out periodically. Um where was I going to go with that? Oh, I'm pretty upset with myself that I forgot those gifts. Damn. So I'll save it for next time cuz I really want to show gifts. it on camera. I got you two th- little things that i think you would really enjoy nice. and i'm very upset with myself for forgetting it i am so i will I am punch like, myself in the face later <laughs> i'm just hoping one of them is like a gun to protect myself during all these crazy times <laughs> well i plead the fifth <laughs> <laughs> um so uh a lot of people enjoyed the uh segments that we had last time and i think it went pretty well yeah. as far as organizational purposes. So I think we're going to continue going with this. So the first segment we have is signal check where we check in with each other, yes. mental health, health in general, mm-hmm. whatever we want to talk about, just checking in with each other every week on how we're feeling. Let's so, do. Well, I went last time. I'm going with you. Okay. Jay Suarez, the third. <laughs> how are you doing? <laughs> I'm actually Luis Suarez, the third. Oh, you are? Yeah. I just made that up. Yeah. Like, I didn't even know you were a third. Anything. If it's just Luis Suarez, it's the third. But we all have different middle names. Listen, we're going to have to change that on Instagram. Jet Plane J the third. <laughs> Jet Plane J the first. I actually had people try to battle rap me on Twitter for that name. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. This was a couple of years it ago. Like, is it kind of like uh, websites where you can like sell off? Be like, yo, I'll 
you give me, you you give handle? me 500 beans mm-hmm. you know some people do that with web with website domains that's what i'm saying you should do the same with like we should make ads and if people want them just hold on pay to us mm. just think of something i think that it happens yeah. i forget who was it recently that had to pay for his handle um since coronavirus i've been thinking about every flip in the game so yeah that might be one of them i forget what it was but anyway signal check with myself um this week flew by for some reason Mm. um mainly because i was trying to get back into the groove of things took a couple days off took a trip to tennessee okay uh food down there is amazing nice uh people down there are very very nice okay but i had like this uh weird like subconscious that people are like races down there so i had like this tension just built in within myself like this person could be like hey y'all what y'all doing today and i'm just like i'm good how are you no what the fuck do you want double barrel shotgun in in your eye in between your eyes i think it might be just because of the racial tension going on now number one number two i've never been to this that part of the south Mm. and number three um i think it was just i don't know it was just like the 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 vibe they I probably feeling. think in jersey like we wear nothing but wife beaters with fake tans and that, smell like well that was my third jersey thing subs. i think it's because we're so used to the east coast vibe like if you say hi to somebody in the street they'll tell you to fuck off no. where it's like everybody down there is so freaking nice that you're just like weirded by it yeah i can imagine mm-hmm. i was at a target this random kid he was probably like 18 years old mm. he's like y'all got any plans for this weekend and we told him like hey we're just visiting friends whatever we're just here for the weekend whatever and then we left and we had to come back because we had forgot something yeah i guess he forgot who we were yeah <laughs> same thing once we can y'all have any plans for the weekend <laughs> i'm convinced he was a robot <laughs> <laughs> like the ones that go through the walgreens now <laughs> yeah. or the shop rights the, sh- the stop and shop at my house there's a marty yeah yeah the little robot marty that detects spills in the aisles i felt like that was a premonition <clears throat> to like what was about to happen because i'm like you can't have real people working here anymore mm-hmm. i went marty. i went to an acme in jersey city and the whole power shut down i was like great china finally hit us with a <laughs> emp bomb <laughs> <laughs> and i took light i took pictures of the lights they were going off like it was uh, a music video like a disco or like and a everything just shut off like saw yeah basically <laughs> right above produce <laughs> there you go um let me see well that's pretty much it i just felt like the week flew by this week yeah. um mainly because i was just trying to get back into the groove of things uh at work and with keeping up with clients because uh, the clients are starting to pick up <clears throat> pick back up now and you're in your nine to fiver or you're talking about just just in general in general and my my nine to fiver my unconventional nine to five um i uh been trying to keep it out of balance mm. mainly because of unemployment purposes and you know if i clock in a certain amount of hours i don't get enough money and i can't survive off 200 dollars a week type of thing so no, no, um no. i don't think anybody's going back to work after having the unemployment mm-hmm. lifestyle but we're gonna have to sooner or later. We're gonna run out of money. <laughs> but um, Americans got a taste of the European lifestyle, mm-hmm. where like the government pays for people that don't have jobs, and mm-hmm. sometimes life is good. <laughs> hey, I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, outside of that, I've been good. That's just good. chilling. Nice. Um, I'm going back on keto. Oh, I'll be force. a little more strict with myself lately. Okay. Um, because I went to the doctor and I put on a couple pounds. So I okay. just want to get down to my goal weight of gotcha. 175. It's going to be now, my goal weight. A couple pounds. Are we talking double digits? 
Are we talking a couple pounds? Well, the the lowest I ever got was 180. That was last summer okay. before I went on vacation. And since then, I've put on maybe 10 pounds. Okay. 12 pounds. Goes, which, okay. Isn't, which isn't bad because I like uh, that that cushion. Yeah, yeah. 12 pounds. <clears throat> so what I want Are you want talking about do, like in the ass area, like cushion? <laughs> You're like, oh, this 10 pounds went to the right place. It's not going there at all, my friend. <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> Definitely not. Ass still flat. Can't twerk. Nothing. Can't twerk. <laughs> Can't twerk. I just twerk my lower back. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to have to get you a Brazilian butt drop. <laughs> yeah, man. Just especially with the fat this... from up here. Right. Just somewhere in this area. We're just going to save up like two weeks of that six, 600 extra income. And we're going to get Jay like this like Miami butt drop. Dr. Miami, bro. <laughs> so if you see me go missing for a few weeks, you know what it is. <laughs> Recovering from all you hear is, oh, DJ Khaled. <laughs> <laughs> why are they giving me this job oh man so yeah that's pretty much it with me cool yeah how you doing sir doing all right um <clears throat> i was a little stressed out i had a couple clients that put me through it but uh at the end it was like uh you know jobs well secured but in um, the end you know, it doesn't even matter <laughs> but like it was kind of like one of those situations where i guess like covid's all put us in this like uh vacation mindset mm. so like you're not even in the zone for work you want work you want to mm-hmm. stay busy but like you've been on vacation mode mm-hmm. and that's the way i was and then out of nowhere it's like mm-hmm. and i was like whoa it's like, pretty much me yeah yeah because yeah, like uh blend marketing <laughs> hit me up they said uh they have like uh, like a barber that was a, a barber that owns his own shop he's looking for like his whole crew to get shot and then after that um pock stock which is a cool company it's people of color stock footage they hit us up to do a campaign for them why didn't i put that together uh-huh. i was looking at pock stock like what does pock stock pock stock mean there's like two people Pac of stock? color <laughs> <laughs> and then um that was fun by the way yeah, yeah. it was, was fun it shoot. was dope um so it was a couple things like that and then uh you know i spent uh, a couple nice days in jersey city i went back to if anybody's listening or watching please i'm like i'm obsessed with them now please go to bucket and bay it's a gelato place in jersey city should have saved it for the gallery <laughs> oh i should have. i mean they are artists in their sense i might bring it back uh-huh. but excellent um <clears throat> If you are feeling stressed or you just want to enjoy like a nice summer vibe, mm-hmm. get some nice creamy gelato there. I love their red eye, which is like this. Um, basically, it's like cold brew gelato. And then they have this other one called cold brew. I get it. It's like it's like something Jack vanilla Jack or something like That's I'm probably saying Jack it Daniels. wrong. It's got Jack Daniels mm-hmm. infused with vanilla bean ice cream. really good and then they have a double dark chocolate i'm obsessed with i'm a chocolate fanatic so those are really good um i've never been a huge fan of like double and triple chocolate of anything like i think that's too much chocolate for me like i like chocolate the only thing i like is a triple chocolate meltdown Mm. which is like this dessert at uh applebee's that i haven't had in ages if i could have lopita in like chocolate form Mm. hey <laughs> i would you know what i'm saying like i, I we both would. <laughs> like i love chocolate so much mm-hmm. uh and this is not you know what well, would you have this i saw a shake the other day that mm-hmm. was chocolate ice cream nutella with chocolate chips 
and chocolate whipped cream on top. That's a bit much in the sense that I know like Nutella is like, it's that hazelnut flavor, which it's nostalgic to me just because I'm French, I'm European. If you're European, you know, like Nutella is like in your blood, but I don't know. It's like I've, I've very, I've distanced myself from like milk chocolate vibes. Too much chocolate. It's huh? just too much. <laughs> and that hazel, that artificial hazelnut flavor that mm-hmm. comes through after a while, it's like you get tired of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So right. that might be so my. So on the quadruple chocolate meltdown. Yeah, that might be, that might be my name. But altogether, mm-hmm. I feel like I have been chilling. I've had some stressors just like not being in the mindset to get back into like full business mode because mm-hmm. I wanted it so bad at one point and then I'm like all right it's nothing's happening and then it came to be where like Jersey started reopening a little bit and mm-hmm. people got comfortable with like interacting mm-hmm. so um I mean I'm in between you know I'm like all right should I get ready to go should I fall back again like it's a hard mm-hmm. I don't know what line to, what side of the line I should be standing on you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying so I think keeping that balance of what you're doing just now work and play yeah or work and relaxation mm-hmm. is the best way to go exactly um because sooner or later the jobs are going to be coming in mm-hmm. rolling in yeah like at an overwhelming pace exactly. so it's it's good to enjoy <clears throat> that little balance that we have right now um where i can do a video you know video project today tomorrow i'll do a couple sessions with some of the kids that i work with and then you'll suntan naked in the backyard that too yep <laughs> not together <laughs> i'm always trying to put jay in this like bad bunny like lifestyle where i'm just like i know in my head i mess with it i like it you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying i'm like jay's doing these things and taking mm-hmm. some selfies when nobody's watching <laughs> just have like a ripped up jean jacket with my nipples hanging out just like the nipples cut out <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason like your new piercing is just like some like paper clip and mm-hmm. it's like that's just i'm getting up. a new piercing in a couple of weeks hey you know about it i'm not telling anybody just yet but <clears throat> you heard it first on z terrible okay i'm telling you guys it's a prince albert <laughs> no, oh <I'm> wow <laughs> <laughs> why do i feel a couple people be interested to see that's that that's like a left field <laughs> do you remember the wrestler prince prince albert yes did he have one I, I hope not. No. I mean, the the whole his whole gimmick was that he had piercings everywhere, <laughs> so I would assume so. But I didn't know what Prince Albert was until years after. See, I only found that out in a uh, late middle school hmm. what that was, and I was just like, "Who's late doing that to school. themselves?" Damn, that was early for you. Yeah, I found out probably high school what a Prince Albert was. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I don't know how I found that out. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I thought it was a moment you needed to yourself. Like, <laughs> no. I, was, I hated how I found out that how. Maybe it was no, no. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I was gonna say this is the longest adult vacation that we will ever get. Mm-hmm. And that's why I want to take advantage, and soon we will be shooting the fall in music video because we want to take advantage of this time that we have to take care of ourselves. Because sometimes we have we weird get, timing with things yeah. where, like, by the time we get into something, it's mm-hmm. like ugh. all the other clients come in, and it's it's it gets overwhelming. Uh, when we're trying to take care of ourselves and take care of others to p- take care of the bills. Oh, so. part, you know how like Iron Man has mad suits? Mm-hmm. I'm changing my glasses again. Mm-hmm. I'll surprise them. I have a new look coming for 2000 and I just picture you pressing those right now and they change and they into shift, something right? else. Yeah. <laughs> so I got, I got two pair. I have one that's a little more modest and one that's like full Slight. blown outrageous. Hmm. So... I'm going to switch in between those because these get heavy. I'm kind of like, I love these for so long, but now I'm kind of tired of these. 
And plus, like, you know, when you wear them all the time, they get damaged a little bit, a little bit of scratches, a little bit of bending. They're going to look at Ringo Starr, the little... <laughs> hello? <laughs> You're going to have to look I feel like accent. if anybody wears those, you have to be like, hello? No, no I'm either, like, with the uh, more modest pair, like I said, the more, uh, I don't know, kind of, like, formal-looking pair. I would say I either look like an Italian guy or, like, a little more European French. And then uh, the other ones... You know, they're a little more parlay-ish. I want to create, and I'm going to shout out Tito. Tito is the designer for Temples and Bridges, which I got one of his pair of glasses formed into my uh, seeing glasses. But uh, I want to create a parlay so. signature mm-hmm. piece of eyewear okay. that people can buy. You know what I'm saying? So I have that in the works. I didn't talk to you about it, but it's coming. Mm-hmm. And I'll keep my comments to myself about that. <laughs> um, so that's the signal check, guys. Yes. We're alive and well. Oh, I just got my results. I'm COVID free. Nice. Yeah. As of last Wednesday, I don't know what happened over the weekend. Yeah. Could have passed by a pretty, I don't know, country girl saying, hey, y'all. <laughs> got the COVID all over my face. But as of last Wednesday, I'm COVID free, guys. Nice. Nice. So I'll never good know of mind. anything that I have. <laughs> it was a good peace of mind, but. You can go to CVS. They do it for free. Yeah. Yeah. I just imagine the guy want. behind the counter like, uh, you want a bag and do you want a COVID test? <laughs> like, are you, I don't know uh, what they do with the people in the car, uh, that don't have cars. I think you could just pull up to the window because oh, yeah. that's how we did it. I pulled up to the window. They open the window. They pretty much throw a bag at you and knowing they call my you luck, over the phone. Knowing my luck, like the sun would hit my face and I would sneeze all over the window. <laughs> <laughs> I almost sneezed when I shoved that fucking thing up my nose. Uh. But... um. Yeah, that's signal check, guys. We're going to move on to what's the wave. Now, what's the wave is what's new with us. What's the wave? Or what we are working on currently or any type of current events that we want to touch on. Let's do. So um, is there anything you want to speak on before I go down this list of things that I want to shed light upon? I feel like I have a billion in one. Um, <laughs> I'm going to personally talk about uh, kind of like I've been seeing like a lot of... Um, taking down of statues and um historical it could be even food um subcategories of like i know aunt jemima is no longer going to be on the shelves i know christopher (laughs) columbus statues have been taken down from north new jersey all the way to i don't know wait aunt jemima done or they're just pulling the character that was on the i think the name i think the whole brand yeah it's going to be rebranded into something else um you know i'm like you know it, it for me uh you know i even learned that and i posted on my story that like the even the um ice cream jingle that most children mm-hmm we're used to hearing growing up uh comes from an old confederate um i would say folk song mm-hmm. that was you know it had a lot of racism and prejudice within the lyrics mm-hmm. and uh unfortunately that jingle i don't know how because i think it was called the turkey in the straw was the original and then there was another version of the song that it's literally titled n-word love a watermelon Mm. and you know there's been several versions of the song but it's weird how we've been conditioned into believing that 
this warms our heart with the nostalgia. You're like, oh, man, like, you know, the ice cream man is coming. The ice cream truck is coming. But, like, we don't know that we're correlating that joy with such a um, song of oppression Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So I I think we're in interesting times. Um, I think certain statues have just been there and, like, you know, you know, black community um, or just, like, the ancestors of a lot of black families probably had to just, I don't know, like if they didn't feel like revolting on that level, I feel like we have a revolution on our hands, Mm -hmm. um, in a, in a certain way. Since we are in a lot of my conspiracies that I've spoke about in the past, it's hard for me to have the bird's eye view this time. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've really felt lost with any of my thoughts. I cannot, gauge anything that's going on and that's Mm. weird for me to say Mm. but that's how i feel i heard something the other day i don't know if it's on a podcast that i listened to or just in passing somewhere but i think it might have been joe rogan actually that and it's one of the scariest things that i've ever heard but it's Mm. so simple to hear it's like we may never know exactly what's going on ever just in general or like now about anything okay and when you think about that, it's it's scary. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, you never know what the government's doing. Yeah, you don't know if they're doing anything bad or good because of all the stuff that's going on. Because I feel like <clears throat> as humans, like we even create answers for ourselves because mm-hmm. those insecurities of not knowing. Mm-hmm. Like we're humans, we need answers for everything. Right. Why does this work? What happens if? Mm-hmm. And like you know, mm-hmm. and that's where I feel the truth seekers, conspiracy theorists theorists mm-hmm. and just the general population <laughs> they use the degenerate <laughs> the degenerate population the general population kind of gets caught up in this mess where it's like everybody wants answers some people are just like fuck it it is what it is some people are like no i demand answers some people create these answers just by doing the research and getting things mixed up or coming to their own conclusions and it just becomes a shit show at the end of the day do you feel like um i don't know it's it's i think uh i've been having this discussion with a couple people right america title not saying that it always has been but it's been land of the free constitution says people have uh, the the freedom of speech, right? So even if it's a hate group, maybe <clears throat> I'm playing devil's advocate on this one. I don't like to play that, but I'm just saying mm-hmm. for discussion's sake, right? Mm-hmm. If there's a guy that wears a MAGA hat, he believes in the Confederate flag in the sense like maybe it's just part of his family's history and mm-hmm. maybe he doesn't want to recognize the bad parts of it or it's nostalgic. Maybe somebody from mm-hmm. the South or whatever. Right he has that freedom of speech because we lived in that country it's kind of like even like if nazis wanted to march people mm-hmm. let them march right. but everything's supposed to be in the right to protest too yeah it's like <laughs> it's like peaceful not peaceful because they're they're spewing hatred through their words because they are agitating somebody else right but like i've noticed that like a lot of things that happen now is like if anybody opens their mouth or whatever like like people are shut down and i believe like again i said it in last week's podcast when you have that intuition, when you know it's just right, you know what I'm saying? You know a lot of things have hate just uh, built into them. Mm-hmm. So, like, but, like, sometimes what do you feel? Like, how do you feel like people should stand on that? Do you feel like there's too much cancel culture? Like, other people can get hurt now? 
like even the bad people like i don't even think <clears throat> bad people should be hurt mm-hmm. i think they should be educated i mm-hmm. think everybody should be educated at the right. end of the day but what's your i mean that's, that's that? exactly how i feel i feel that there should be room for dialogue on both ends okay and that's where people that's where violence ensues where one side or the other does not want to hear the other person mm-hmm. or it's not willing to bend in the other direction yeah so there's so people too many people that are too far this way too far that way that they're not willing to listen and try to meet in the middle somewhere yeah because i see a lot of things now i've seen like uh we're let me see one day away right now on the podcast today is the second no we're yeah we're one day away from fourth of july and fourth of july my conspiracy theory is aliens are coming just like independence day okay but besides that i've got a lot of warnings on social media that i've seen i don't know if it's a conspiracy theory or not but they're saying that kkk uh militias are gearing up to go against black lives matter to gun down a lot of them hmm. and black lives I matter did, did has equipped <clears throat> themselves with artillery now mm-hmm. and it's becoming a very what's going to be like a civil war type thing yeah yeah scary to think that why do you think that is because there's going to be crowds of people out and about well i, I felt like black lives why matter. july 4th maybe because of the because they're saying black lives matter is taking down a lot of these confederate symbols to these kkk people and mm-hmm. they're saying they're seeing that as a very aggressive tactic. So okay. one side that believes, like that's why I said, what, that's why I was questioning what I was mm-hmm. questioning, because one side is saying, "Hey, this is our shit. Why are you pulling it down?" Right. And then the other side is saying, "Because it's oppressed us for years." So now mm-hmm. the other side is coming in saying, "We're going to protect what we believe in mm-hmm. with force." So now the side that came in peaceful has to protect themselves literally from aggressors from aggressors yeah. and now they are pushed to become aggressive yeah yeah it's a scary situation yeah um which i while i feel like somebody else is above all that just laughing like ha 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 look at them kill each other yeah <laughs> that's our boy trump up there you know <laughs> fucking puppet master but um and that's that's the that's the whole thing right so there's the guys that believe the statue stands for whatever the person accomplished and then there's the side the other side that thinks um that this particular figure um has oppressed them or is a symbol of oppression and um these people that are on this side are not willing to listen to the negatives of what these people are talking about so when there's no room for dialogue that's when things get like like you said last week it's a definitive way to know when something is wrong yeah right so if that one side just doesn't see anything wrong with anything that was going on mm. then that's the problem right there yeah, yeah. it's like um do you think republicans now can be black lives matter supporters uh i thought that was an interesting question too because when you think of maga Make America Great Again. Um, a lot of the supporters of Trump, including Trump. Trump does like 10 like bad things. And then he does one thing where I'm like, wow, that's mm-hmm. like a really smart thing you did. But then it's like, <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think he did one thing that I saw. He passed a law that is going to have people that hire people for jobs count less mm-hmm. on degrees and more on skill level. Mm. And I think that's great that's because dope. we need that. That's dope yeah. as hell. But then everything else is just like 
fuck what's going on because Mm -hmm. like how could you say that Mm -hmm. how could you whatever and it's just so crazy and it's the same thing like both sides like you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying i don't trust politicians at the end of the day Um, they're catering to their demographic right so it's like if a republican all of a sudden it's like yeah black lives matter or do anything like the democratic party did wearing dashikis and shit i feel they're trying to cater to get a vote from this particular set of people i mean to me it was blatantly hypocritical Mm -hmm. that the dem democratic uh nancy pelosi they were literally wearing Mm -hmm. I was like, this is too much. Yeah. This is it's, way it's, too much. It's cheesy. It's so it's cheesy. It's really cheesy. But I think what uh, I heard this in a podcast somewhere and it shed light onto the whole situation. Mm. I feel like Nancy Pelosi knows what is working for Trump mm. and is flipping it democratically. Okay. You know what I'm I saying? See, I see, I so see. this is their version of what Trump is doing. Because I saw so. Kanye. Kanye, we know, <clears throat> one is a very, he's a philanthropist to a certain extent um he's one of the biggest icons of our generation and he you you know he has a relationship with trump you know he has his fan base Mm -hmm. he's all about maga but he's also walking with black lives matter Mm -hmm. and like to me i was like do you feel that is uh i don't know do you feel like it's hypocritical do you feel like it's okay because again Mm -hmm. if it's right it's right Mm mm-hmm that could be it but then you take into consideration what kanye's been displaying lately it's kind of mm, i don't know i don't know what to believe coming out of kanye because yeah, um, he gave he gave the whole donation of uh, a million plus dollars mm-hmm. maybe four million i believe it was mm-hmm. towards uh floyd uh floyd's daughter yeah for a college yeah yeah scholarship. which is dope yeah. i appreciate that um I don't know. I, I would like to think that Kanye is. I don't feel like he's evil no. in any way. I think sometimes he's a Misguided. little too. Maybe he's a little too eccentric okay. to the point where he kind of got lost. Mm. And I feel like that this is you know his new enlightening. Okay. Um, is a good step in the right direction for him. Okay. Maybe not musically yeah. for a lot of people um a lot of things been surfacing because mm-hmm. uh i know even a lot of people that are into the whole makeup world i know a lot of makeup artists have been discussing this whole crazy feud between i don't know if you know the makeup er- artist jeffree star mm. but jeffree star has he was a musician too at one point yeah yeah like he has <clears throat> i think behind the scenes made more than derogatory you know remarks about people of color mm-hmm. i think a lot of people within this circle have made apologies because they've done blackface and mm-hmm. they said a lot of crazy wild stuff mm-hmm. but i know again this comes from a money standpoint mm-hmm. and this will get us into our next topic but from a money standpoint do you think people can like literally buy out their racism because when somebody like sephora they might cancel but not everybody's on board because they know the popularity of someone like Jeffree Star or Kanye, mm. even though he showed what he's done in the past, like Gap needs Kanye right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sephora or any other makeup industry that sells makeup, they know the hype around Jeffree Star. So do you feel like, again, it's always going to be money over humanity? 
always going to be that way. Mm. Which is funny that you mentioned that because one of the topics that I was reading about today is a, a big controversy has been the football team, the Washington Redskins, right? Okay. And how the name is racist and all that stuff and yes. how the owner refuses to change it for mm. some odd reason. He thinks it's a money thing and marketing. Do you think it's racist? Because if we actually show acknowledgement mm-hmm. to the natives of America, mm-hmm. like they are, if they have... I mean, they, we could call them brown skins, black skins. Can I cut you off? White skins. <laughs> um, I remember wearing a Redskins jersey a couple years ago, and I'm going to shout out a friend of mine that I met on Instagram, Stephanie, and she called me out on it years ago. And this was before, you know, I you know, dove a little deeper into the situation. And it's like she's of native um, descent, right? Okay. So... And what I put into perspective, it's it's not up to me to determine whether a certain terminology offends a different group of people, right? Okay. So if it offends them, who am I to say that's not offensive? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So what that put into perspective, it's just taking a step back and realizing like if it offends one person mm-hmm. or a group of people, then I can sit there and kind of understand where they're coming from, right? Yeah. So... But apparently this terminology was used as a derogatory term Mm -hmm. to put down these people. So, um, yeah, so that takes me to the topic of the the whole Redskins thing where it's like they there's a bunch of sponsors for the particular team or that they were um, sponsoring ads or something through the team or they were funneling money with the team or something Mm -hmm. like that. And they've maybe for... FedEx, I believe it was FedEx, the company supports uh-huh. the Redskins right. funding. It was a few companies. FedEx is one of them. I forget what the other ones were, but there was a few companies that were threatening to pull out if they don't change the team name. Gotcha. And I feel like maybe now he's going to, hmm. but now he's going to only because it's going to affect his bottom line. What would you think about a team like the Patriots mm-hmm. that represent colonialism? I would have to d- dive deeper into that so I can because uh, I was about thinking that. about that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like they've been Super Bowl champions. Mm-hmm. Another one is the times. Cleveland. The Cleveland Indians is another offensive term because they're representing Native Americans, but they're calling them Indians. I see. Okay. <laughs> let that one sink. Because <laughs> I needed to let it sink in for one second. So that's one of them. But yeah, I, I wanted to shout her out um, just because she, she brought that to the front. And um, I'm hoping that they do change the name because I was like, if they don't change the name, I'm not supporting the team. So do you think like if they named uh, the team after an actual mm-hmm. Native American tribe, mm. that would be something that would work where it gives acknowledgement? Hmm on a prestigious level mm-hmm. it shows that would be them leveling up maybe yeah, 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 yeah. where they change the name and then they change it to that yeah, yeah. that'll be dope because native americans <laughs> i feel also really get lost mm-hmm. in this whole you know um native americans have lost their land native americans also have been put into some type of oppression where it's kind of like they're in their own hoods where mm-hmm. i've seen or 
I've seen like a lot of Native Americans become alcohol. Um, they have alcoholism into mm. the point like they even within their own communities, like what has been shown on media. Again, I don't know how true this is, mm -hmm. but a lot of Native American, the dropout in the school system is like over 50 percent. A lot mm. of the parents are alcoholics mm -hmm. and a lot of them die before the age of 50 or 60 mm -hmm. due to poor health habits mm -hmm. and all this other stuff. So I don't know. I think there's going to be a lot of karma cleaning up mm. within this country because that's what it's coming down to. Right. You know, and um, I just I hope that we do live in a more respectful mm -hmm. society and humanity reigns mm -hmm. as always, I think, you know. Mm -hmm. I feel like we won't ever be perfect, no. but I feel like we're going in the right direction Yeah, for whatever end goal. You know, if it's for a capitalistic standpoint, at least, you yeah. know, it's going that way. People say some people are too sensitive, but uh, let me tell you this, right? Um, the beauty within an artist's world is sensitivity, right? Mm -hmm. We have sensitive ears. We have sensitive eyes. We have sensitive palates. This is what makes some of the best chefs in the world, some of the best videographers in the world, and some of the best musicians in the world. If they weren't sensitive, they wouldn't hear things that everybody else hears that make beauty. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So a lot of the time, you know, I hear a lot of people like, oh, millennials are so sensitive, this, that, and the third. Mm -hmm. So for, for the off balance of sometimes, you know, you'll be like, oh, I hate that. Like my younger brother listens to 6 9 and all this other stuff. If somebody's going to be sensitive for the right reasons, where they're making sure they're not offending somebody just because it's nostalgic to the older generation or whatever the case may be, mm -hmm. I think sensitivity to a certain extent is a beautiful thing. And we should stop labeling certain words that are beautiful mm -hmm. and making them negatives. And I mm -hmm. think we've done that with a lot of things over time. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So what's an example of that um again when it comes to sensitive uh that's just one that really came off the top of the dome but other things oh you're talking about the actual word sensitive yeah oh okay because sensitive has become like a negative context yeah, yeah, yeah. you I know what you. i'm saying like mm -hmm. oh you're so sensitive mm -hmm. and i feel like sensitivity is like we haven't been sensitive mm -hmm. because we can be like hey nfl tonight we got the redskins and it's like you know to, to, to somebody else oh that's my favorite team how could you take the name away and that and that and you're not thinking about the person like you might be white you might be dominican um you know you might be asian mm -hmm. and until it hits you mm -hmm. you're not really thinking about how it mm -hmm. hits somebody else so i think sensitivity mm -hmm. is needed yeah to level out everything mm -hmm. and that's just just that's my two cents yeah. but like you don't have to agree with me but mm -hmm. i agree with that but when it comes to cancel culture what i don't like is when let's see how do i word this when people are way too sensitive about something that is known to be something else that they're not in what sense that they're not understanding so let's say a comedian right a comedian's making a joke um and that's what it is you know the person's not they're ill and they're not um they have no malice in their heart. They're just trying to make you laugh, right? Mm. And if they make a joke that you don't agree with, that's when cancel culture comes after you. Yeah, now, yeah, cancel yeah. culture is cool if, let's say, like the, what's his name? Jeffree Star? Jeffree Stars, uh, the Weinsteins of the world, 
uh what's his name cosby stuff like that i agree with Mm -hmm. but like that whole kevin hart situation like back in the day he made a joke whatever it rubbed people the wrong way Mm -hmm. okay i get it what about jimmy fallon where you know he's done blackface that's another one where it's like you know at least he comes across as somebody that's respectful Mm -hmm. uh respected at what he does um and other people of color have come to his defense Mm -hmm. then stuff like that okay you know what i mean or because there's a big difference between that and what roseanne did remember roseanne oh yeah yeah yeah. i think she roseanne from the tv show i think she did some wild blackface stuff too but she she didn't go about it the right way um and i've seen a couple shows that i watch where it's like the white character drops an n-bomb here and there but all for the sake of comedy Mm. um with stuff like that i find like oh shit they really said that in this day and age but it's like i don't know i didn't really look into it too much but um i don't know how they got away with something like that yeah but you know that's neither here nor there but i always um, think i always think that um you know I've been hearing a couple of times during uh, all these Black Lives Matter movement times that it is, you know, a lot of people are lucky that people are just looking for respect and they're not looking for revenge. Hmm. Because if revenge was the case, a mm-hmm. lot of people be messed over right now. Oh, yeah. So I think I think right now, you know, like... <laughs> and that's the thing. That's the crazy thing about it. It's like everybody's just looking for respect. That's it. Yeah. I don't know. That's crazy. 2020 was supposed to be about the vision. Vision. <laughs> um, let me see. I actually have a few things that I want to discuss or just at least touch upon real quick to Let's shed light it. on it. Uh, I have been following a couple pages where on Instagram, if somebody posts about something and I haven't heard about it, I do my research on it. So I wanted to touch upon one, two, three four things that happened within the last few weeks Mm. um just to shed light on this so anybody that's listening to this you could do your own research on your end but um how do you pronounce the french name of this lady the epstein lady giselle giseline maxwell oh giseline maxwell giseline maxwell joel epstein i always forget his name this is jeffrey why do i call him joel I gotta figure out who Joel Epstein is because no, I always say Joel. Joel Olstein. Joel Olstein. He's a religious preacher. preacher the fucking figure. preacher dude. <laughs> That's a whole other. Okay. So Jeffrey Epstein's confidant, Gislaine Gislaine Maxwell, was arrested by FBI on charges. She's conspired with Epstein to sexually abuse minors. Yeah, she so, was basically the one that. She was secretary. She was basically the one that got a lot of these little girls. The recruiter. Yeah, the recruiter. So So if you watch the documentary on Netflix, she was his ex-girlfriend or something that kind of jumped on board with this whole operation this guy had going on of uh, sexually abusing uh, minors. So uh, she was arrested. Keep a close eye on that. Yeah. It's either one, the person's really going to die. Mm-hmm. Or the person has so much money that they'll waste most of it on a buyout and look mm-hmm. like they died. Mm-hmm. Or thirdly, she flies out to be with Jeffrey Epstein because he never died. Conspiracy. <laughs> Epstein never killed himself. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, that's one of them. Uh, I read that this morning. 
the second one I want to touch upon is Elijah McLean, uh, the young man that was murdered by police. Um, I forget the city. So excuse me for not writing that down. But Elijah McLean was a young man that was walking through his neighborhood trying to get home. He was wearing a mask because apparently he um, often gets cold. So he suffers from anemia or something and okay. he often wears ski mask. I think he was on the spectrum, too. Okay. And um, police rolled up on him because people call the cops on him. And uh, the person that called said, I don't appear. He does not appear to be a threat. I'm just calling because he looked suspicious or whatever. Okay. So police ran up on him, put him in a chokehold. Uh, medic showed up, injected him with some kind of drug that put him into cardiac arrest and Jesus. killed the kid. So, and looking into I the was, kid. I was actually having a discussion with this with one of my neighbors. And we were saying, is it better to have some, because you just said they died because of an allergic reaction to the drug? Uh, first he was abused by the police officers. Okay. So when he passed out, he was no longer conscious and the medic showed up some stupid ass medic injected him with some kind of medication. I forget what the medication was. Do you think police reform should have something? Nobody should be treated like an animal, but if somebody seems to be a true threat, Mm -hmm. do you think that they should have something like a tranquilizer to like put them out? Like they... They should have a specialized sniper on site. You know, I never thought about that, but that's a good idea. Why don't they walk around with tranquilizer guns? They could have tranquilizer guns in the sense it doesn't kill somebody. It but just it puts them, asleep. them the fuck out. Right. Never thought of that. I think that might be or a good even in, Or even instead of the taser. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because the taser could like literally hurt somebody or burn uh-huh. their nerves or whatever the case may be. I'm not saying tranquilizer is healthy. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the tranquilizer, if somebody has a good shot, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. non-lethal. They can get them from far away if they need to. Mm. Um, And it's one of those things, at least they can show up to court to defend themselves. That's interesting. But I thought that would be a cool thing because if they're wielding a gun or they don't or they're getting physical, Mm -hmm. somebody can shoot them in any part of the body Mm -hmm. and they'll pass out. I think the only defense to that or the only argument to that would maybe be that there's probably something, there's probably nothing available that will knock somebody out immediately. Mm-hmm. Maybe it will take some time. But or, if, they, if, if they could, if they could, it, well, I mean, it would suck for somebody to experiment that on somebody. Yeah, yeah. But if they could find a way to do that, right. I feel like that would be a very... That would be interesting. Yeah. The only other thing that would, uh, I would probably push back on is... Uh, People on the street will always find a way to get guns. Yes. So that'll be the only thing. So imagine you show up to a gunfight. Somebody has an actual gun and you show up with your little tranquilizer gun. But I mean, if if they are going to pull the trigger, I think that'd be a lot better than anything. Yeah. Um, So another thing. uh, Continue with what you Another one that I thought was really interesting that I've been seeing a lot on my timeline is uh, the soldier Vanessa Guillen. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, she's a private first class in the 3rd Cavalry Regiment at Fort Hood Army Post. She went okay. missing two months ago after she had told her friends and family that she was being sexually harassed or sexually abused on base by one of her sergeants. Wow. So she went missing two months ago and um, she didn't make the reports to her commanding officers because it was her commanding officer that was abusing her. Or I think uh, the, the issue, one of the issues was that he walked in on her showering. Mm. 
and the females have a separate shower like it's not like oh sorry yeah you know where you're going (laughs) right you know where you're going so um she didn't make the reports because apparently it um and excuse me if i'm getting this wrong but according to the research i did uh in the military you make reports like this to the actual military Mm -hmm. there's no third party that you can confide in so a lot of people don't make these especially females don't make these reports in fear of retaliation or um not being heard gotcha so this is what unfortunately happened to this young lady uh she went missing two months ago after she had told family and friends about uh her commanding officer or sergeant when somebody goes missing um, it's scary that's the thing uh this morning or yesterday morning uh they found some human remains Mm -hmm. about 30 miles from the base who they fear may be her adding to that crazy times apparently the lead suspect committed suicide once he was they were turning up the heat on him so mm. um so there's obviously the people conspire uh putting these conspiracies that the you know the military always has like the secrecy trying to cover things up make themselves look they take out the trash real quick yeah so that's another thing too like <clears> I, that might be another epstein situation <laughs> i don't know how many confirmations you have but again i don't know why this hasn't been the headlines of media as much because i even see like montclair had a situation uh-huh. where a lady across the street that was my next one okay so i'll let mm-hmm. you speak on that one yeah, but yeah. there has been you can people and i'll read the article there has people be being hung in multiple cities that are black <clears throat> people that are being hung there is another situation where a young man or young woman mm-hmm. they might have even been trans and that's why i can't in like jersey somebody was burned alive in a trash can hmm. like they literally held the trash can down while they burned somebody alive in it on some so like hateful crazy. so like some i've been hearing these things i don't know what is the confirmation on it but i don't know why it's hitting headlines mm-hmm. even stronger than it is because again, um, being in Montclair, New Jersey, um, especially on Facebook, ever since this has been happening, I've been following Share Montclair. And with Share Montclair, you get a lot of updates from the town of what's going on. So mm-hmm. they, I don't know if they have a Share Clifton or something. Uh-huh. But we found out like it's been making headlines all over that they, you know, they call her a Karen in the sense mm-hmm. like if nobody's familiar with this term, it's usually a woman that's Caucasian that's really going off on her prejudice or her mm-hmm. racism and um or they white like privilege to, i was gonna say they uh they ex- they the best way to explain it a karen is a white female and i forget what they call the white guys but the white female that uses her white privilege to weaponize police against people of color people of color so yeah. a situation <clears throat> happened where uh you know this person was a neighbor from across the street and it seems like they were she was harassing them or belittling them on mm-hmm. even like building something in their own backyard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody else, you know, there was other she, non-Karens yeah. that were defending uh, the black family across she the accused, street. She accused the male of the couple who are attorneys, by the yeah, way, the two exactly. are attorneys. She accused the male of pushing her. But witnesses say that nobody saw any kind of physical altercation. I've been saying that 2020 looks like <clears throat> a bunch of movie stills of coming soons that are like which movie you're gonna watch because you also have that family from louisiana though that couple from louisiana that are also attorneys oh my god that had an ar-15 rifle in a pink polo mind you (laughs) 
and with it looked like the cover of gta vice city exactly <laughs> so like for me it's like you do have the right to protect your household your property mm -hmm. especially in a state where you can carry arms mm -hmm. but i don't know specifically that situation i don't know if media is putting out there without saying somebody trespassed or what the case may be mm -hmm. but in the context that we all know is that it was simple black lives matter peaceful protest mm -hmm. going through mm -hmm. a more luxurious upscale neighborhood mm -hmm. and these people that the look in that lady's eyes she looked like she was ready to pop somebody terrifying <laughs> yeah. and somebody said there was a mustard stain on the shirt so at least the hot dogs were good <laughs> but you know what i'm saying like it seemed really really crazy yeah. and i like these they, stills look like something crazy eyes. i would look like get out a scene of get out or uh, the purge i've been having discussions mm -hmm. with people saying that the purge might be on july 4th so mm -hmm. like yeah but um speaking of media i think i saw uh both sides i saw what twitter was posting and mm -hmm. i saw twitter is like um the news report that i look at yeah. because it's more closer to the truth mm -hmm. not exactly the truth but closer to the truth and then i saw a report on fox news that they were interviewing him the the gentleman i forget his name the, the attorney yeah yeah <laughs> was holding the big rifle he had apparently he had footage of people actually entering his property breaking a fence I right like um and then you see the other side where they were the aggressors still white privilege or people actually having <clears throat> the right to protect their property white privilege in the sense that it, maybe if they were people of color they would have been gunned down right if they were have yeah. holding those type of guns yeah, yeah. but like again for me that's like a mm -hmm. that's a hard one mm -hmm. because it's like are I you <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i see the protecting your property but i feel like if the movement was peaceful you can be like hey guys you know this is my property please don't please yeah. don't i respect your movement yeah. keep it moving do you think that you they know? were just their heart race and their anxiety sprung too crazily because again broken fence nothing but black people they're not used to that Maybe. they're already being judgmental maybe so now they're like okay mm -hmm. let's grab the ar-15 mm -hmm. let's put these dogs <laughs> Yo, down. i've been waiting for this moment yeah. <laughs> bust the door they literally put the hot dogs down in context to probably what they said mm -hmm. to put some dogs down mm -hmm. because <laughs> Shit. because like that like that when when you look at i'm, I'm saying from a photography standpoint mm -hmm. when you see the fear mm -hmm. in this lady's eyes mm -hmm. and maybe the drunkenness <laughs> maybe there was drunkenness maybe there was fear maybe there was also hatred i saw a lot eyes. of hatred i saw hatred eyes. in those eyes yeah, yeah yeah the eyes are the window to the soul yeah they are <laughs> god damn god damn that was a dirty ass window <laughs> yeah but she looks i mean again this to me this is like profiling mm -hmm. but she looks like she says some shit yeah you know what i'm saying she's definitely dropped a couple inbox in her life <laughs> hard er hard er <laughs> yeah man i just picture picture that guy he was like honey put down that hot dog <laughs> hand me my ar-15 <laughs> no he named the ar-15 right what's how a good can name? you dress a like good that with ar-15 ar-15 uh <laughs> ar-15 i see i had to go right there because you know uh we're entering that hand me stuff. charlene in my pink polo honey <laughs> actually <going> shooting <laughs> actually he would have the justin wilson accent because they're from louisiana uh -huh. <laughs> does She'd it be match like, him though be, she'd be like honey you want the gun He'd be like i guarantee i'll, I'll guarantee. go shoot them <laughs> so i think like uh 
I don't know. I feel like the gun doesn't even have a name. I feel like it has a phrase. Mm-hmm. Like it would be the N word hard E R killer right <laughs> oh above my it. God, Jesus. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's what his gun's name is. Like holy shit. <laughs> that's going straight for it, huh? Straight yeah, for the jugular. He's got a straight jugular. Like <laughs> yeah. but you're wearing a pink polo. <laughs> that's what that I'm saying. That scares me right more. Here. Like what if, it's a guy bu- that, what if it's a bulletproof pink polo? That guy is at Macy's or Nordstrom's and he's like, can I have it in pink? <laughs> and then at the same time, this guy's like, grab my motherfucking gun. Grab my gun and my pink polo, honey. Put the dogs down. Put the goddamn dogs down. You got mustard on your shirt, baby. <laughs> She's like, oh yeah, it's going to look good when we get arrested. <laughs> but um, I'm going to look, I'm, I'm definitely going to look into that. They're probably going to get she, away. He probably said, you got mustard ground. on your shirt. She mm-hmm. cocked back and said, you better catch up. <laughs> And that's a perfect. <laughs> Took a second to listen. <laughs> and that's the intro to the new Buster song, "Mother right. on a Beat." Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Okay, sorry to make uh, light of a shitty situation, guys, but okay. it's crazy. Thankfully, nobody got hurt. Yes. Um, but that was just such a crazy situation. But um, yeah, I wanted to touch on uh, Montclair Karen real quick, <laughs> but we touched upon that. Um, I had a situation with Montclair Karens. Mm-hmm and there's there's definitely a lot of montclair karens i was on i was getting froyo at let's yo god damn it and they were looking at the board Mm -hmm. i thought i had a hispanic family in front of me Mm -hmm. right and we were coming from the right side of the block so i stood behind them i thought the karens were looking at the board and i said excuse me ladies Mm -hmm. uh i thought you were looking at the bar board but i could see that you ended up on line quote unquote Mm -hmm. i said do you mind if i go after you they said, don't talk to us. <laughs> That's so, <it. laughs> so I said, um, okay. <laughs> so then there was a, a black mom and uh, her daughter mm-hmm. behind. And I said, excuse me, ma'am. Do you mind if I go after you just because I was waiting here? Mm-hmm. Is that okay with you? If not, I will go to the back of the line. She mm-hmm. says, don't ask me. You're going to have to ask them. Mm-hmm. So then there's a brand new, again, another black couple that seems to be on the first date uh-huh. and a, two uh, other black women behind them. And I said, excuse me. Um, excuse me, everybody. I said, I, said uh, I was trying to ask these ladies and the lady said, don't point at us. And I said, well, how else am I supposed to, you know, emphasize that I was trying to communicate with you? You that- should point like a Dominican. How you was that? Dominican's point. How? Just go. Oh, like that. <laughs> I will next time, especially because I'm wearing a mask. You're like those ladies, right? But there. I asked them kindly, and the thing that, again, that always warms my heart, right, is that these two white ladies, they might have been 35 to 38, they gave me a very difficult time where they could have been kind from the jump, and I asked them kindly in a soft tone. I wasn't being aggressive, and I also stated, I will go back to the end of line. But everybody else was kind and said, hey, bro, I saw you here before. Mm-hmm. I know it's probably, uh, you know, uh, a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to go. Like, And I said, I have no problem going to the back of the line. Is it okay with you? And they said, it's all good. So I let two people cut me. Mm-hmm. And I said, thank you so much for that. It's kind of hard to communicate to some people. <laughs> Did you point at them? Oh, yeah. Some people. <laughs> some people. And I hate to do that because, you know, like I... I I would like to know that we live, especially in Montclair, mm-hmm. you know, because, um, you know, I'm dating a girl that's half black, half Hispanic. And even being at 
antique or grill. It was like this shish kebab place. This guy looked at us. He was, he was, you know, you can't, you can't educate some people on mm-hmm. stuff. So there was, there was actually a black guy, and he looked at us, and he looked angry <laughs> that we were together. Mm-hmm. And literally, he waited to the last minute. He made us feel uncomfortable the whole time, even to the point my date was uncomfortable and all that. And she's like, I really don't like this vibe. It's actually upsetting me. Mm-hmm. And when I left and literally started turning the corner out of it, he said, you better take care of that black girl. And that type of, again, is it, 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 it's not racism, but it's a prejudice. It's an ignorance mm-hmm. to think that by default because i'm white am i not taking care of somebody am Mm. i a chocolate chaser do you own her (laughs) do i own her like that you know what i'm saying like so to me there's you know it's such crazy times and when you think about like 1940s that it was illegal to be with somebody Mm -hmm. of a different you know color it was illegal Mm -hmm. and that's crazy and i i think illegal Unfortunately, as much as it's probably, um, you know, uh, hard, it's always been hard to be black in this country. Mm-hmm. Now, if even if you are an ally um, or whatever, or if you date somebody, you know, uh, mixed, if you're a mixed couple, mm-hmm. you're also living with that skepticism and that fear of somebody from one side or the other that doesn't like to see you guys together. Mm-hmm. And that's a reality a lot of people still have to face because if black racism and prejudice is real, so is the prejudice the prejudice towards and racism towards mixed couples. Mm-hmm. So we are still living in a very even for yourself. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like even though you are Hispanic male mm-hmm. and Dominican, you date an Asian woman and people will like you felt that tenseness mm-hmm. that you said you don't know how it's being observed mm-hmm. by people that might be prejudiced or racist. So, you know what's funny about that? Well, not funny, but now that you mentioned that, it's not at least from what I've sensed so far, it's not so much a prejudice against us mm-hmm. being a Hispanic man, Hispanic an male with an Asian woman. It's more fetishizing the asian female okay where in the sense they think look, you have a fetish because right you're they'll look her. at they'll look at me and it's like oh i get it i see why you're dating her okay um so i've gotten a lot of that um now is there anything like that within your own culture because i know oh, that yeah. i know people always say that white culture when a guy dates an asian woman it's because <clears throat> You know, there's so many reasons historically to why, but I don't know. Absolutely. Okay. Culturally, Dominican men, especially like the older generation, it's starting to get better, Mm -hmm. I think, with my generation and hopefully moving forward, uh, where you just treat women like shit. Mm. Um, Just treat women as sexual objects. Uh, Stay in the kitchen. uh, Do your womanly duties. So there's a lot of that in Dominican male culture. Mm. Um, so when it came to when I started bringing her around, and I'm not going to say any names, but this weird fucking shit that I remember from when I was being when I was younger, that they would say Asian females have sideways vaginas. Yes, I've heard that. You've heard that, right? Or like there's always been this like real um, fetishized derogatory thing where it's always been like asian women can pop ping pong 
uh, the ping pong balls. Right. I've heard they something can do like things that. with their vaginas yeah, that, that no, no other, other woman. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's just disgusting ways of like looking at just that the fetishizing yeah, yeah. of. Asian it's just females, been weird things right. that I've heard, you know. Right. Like, so that, and then I take a step back, and I'm listening. I'm, I'm listening to this shit. And I was like, and it takes me back because I do remember hearing this when I was younger. Yeah. And then now that I'm older, and somebody actually says that to me with her present, mm. saying it in Spanish, thinking so she okay. won't understand. You know, understand it. That's even worse. It's crazy to me. You know. Mm. I don't. I don't see anything like looking at it. Right? If a vagina's going this way and a vagina's going that way, what's the fucking difference? <laughs> so weird. It's still a vagina, right? You're just hitting it sideways, <laughs> right? Lost in the days. Even if you're like, if it's this way, right? The slits this yeah. way. You going in this way? It's right side up. You flip her sideways. Now it's sideways. Right. So I don't understand it. <laughs> I just don't get it. But um, I think that's just like a symbolism of just what we've been talking about yeah. fetishizing it's it's just it's ignorant it's mm-hmm. it's ignorant as hell and yeah. uh like i said like it's even hard to do you st- first of all you don't start a fight over that because somebody will start a fist fight over it or the right. worst they'll, they'll hurt somebody mm-hmm. even worse and it's always at a family but, gathering yeah too. but how do you even start to fathom to educate that person mm-hmm. are you wasting time are you that's going back to our conversation last week which is funny because a few days later i went to a family event was it a few days later or a few days prior might have been a couple days later actually now i think about it i went to a family event and i have an aunt and an uncle that are trump supporters why don't fucking know um but what's that it happens yeah it happens but um i was thinking about it and they started having a conversation and i literally went inside and told my cousin it's too hot and it's getting too racist out there for me mm. because I felt like if I start jumping into this conversation, it's going to be too one-sided. Okay. Because one, I'm outnumbered. Two, I'm going to be talking to two very stubborn people. Mm-hmm. One that I'm a huge fan of and one that I'm not, I'm okay with whatever. Gotcha. Uh, one but then that it, I really it just respect. brings your heart disappointment that that right. person would think like that. Mm-hmm. You know it saying? disappoints me that she thinks that way. Him. He's always been like that. It is what it is. Gotcha. There's no talking. And it it will probably end up in an argument. Mm. So they were talking about, you know, the defunding of the police and how that's stupid. And, you know, the stupidest thing this person said was, uh, have I said racist shit in my life? Yes. Does that make me a racist deep down in my heart? No. Mm. And I'm looking at him like, how the fuck does that make sense? <laughs> It makes no sense to me, but but yeah. So th- there's a lot of that going on, in my family, and That's crazy. Um, it's I all it's true. All, yeah. It's like if it was my parents and they say some ignorant shit, yeah. um, I'll try to educate them. Yeah, um, I don't want like and I don't want to put anybody out there. But somebody said something in my house, and I kind of was like, the comment was, "Why did you go to the protests? Because you know the black people wouldn't do that for you." I hear that a lot, right? So I'm like, how do you know that? <laughs> And that's that that mentality right there. And then you turn around and say, my nephew is dark, right? If the police pull him over, they're not going to stop and say, hey, what ethnicity are you? Oh, you're Dominican? All right, go. Exactly. (laughs) You're either going to be a Mexican, you're either a Mexican or a black boy to them. So, and I, and I noticed that, you know, uh, you know, when you're talking about redneck culture or whatever, like 
there's a lot of good rednecks out there but sometimes if you're stone cold steve austin there we go <laughs> i think he talks he speaks for a lot you Yo, know to cut you off real quick i was on twitter the other day and i've been holding my breath every time every time his name trends because uh-huh. sometimes i'll pop into the like the search bar and you'll see what's trending which is for those that don't know twitter talk the trending is what has been typed in a certain amount of time let's say steve austin right yeah, yeah. if somebody's been talking about steve austin in a certain time frame uh they'll start trending yeah, yeah. so whenever his name starts trending i hold my breath because one i think the fucking guy's dead and i'm gonna start crying <laughs> or two he says some wild racist shit back in the day and then i'm gonna start crying <laughs> somebody caught me somebody caught me like with that with chuck norris i thought he passed away oh from covid but Yo. they said he killed covid <laughs> That was. A, did you see the Adam Sandler one? Yeah, it was like uh, multiple women have accused Adam Sandler of making shitty movies. I was exactly. like, oh, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> but basically, but, uh, what yeah. I was I was gonna get to is I was gonna say like again, you know, when somebody's like, "Bro, I thought you were Italian." I'm like, "No, like I'm French. Like I love being specifically. You take pride in your culture, right? You take pride in where you come from. So like, whether it's you know." ignorant white people or hispanics that'll be like oh look at uh look at the chinese guy or chinita or something like that it's like no like there are so many different type of asian people there's so many Mm -hmm. types of hispanic culture like for me Mm -hmm. to just be like he's probably just mexican Mm -hmm. you know like that just stereotypical Mm -hmm. prejudgment Mm -hmm. i feel like again goes back to my whole um ideal on like be sensitive. Mm-hmm. Try to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, like, if you really want to, you know, mm-hmm. unless you just don't fucking care. Yeah. And then that just shows your. Mm-hmm. It's funny that you say that, too, because it's like um, when me and Amy first started dating and I started bringing her around. Um, this was even before we started dating, before she was like when we were first friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing I actually told her when I brought her over was, listen, they're going to call you Chinita. They mean no offense Mm -hmm. this is just what we use instead of asian basically um and for a while she got used to it like they call it chinita there's a term of endearment yes at this moment because yes it's racist because you're calling somebody chinese when they're not chinese and it comes down to comfort level right yes i could say some racist shit to you you won't get offended because you know i don't mean anything yeah. buy it right you could say some racist shit to me i wouldn't take no offense to it me and my friends say racist shit to each other but there's comfort levels within mm-hmm. those people do you think um, that's still okay i mean like do you think it's just because we get comfortable with it, it kind of spills over sometimes in, in in areas where it shouldn't um, i think we're very conscious about it okay cool um i don't think we make racist jokes outside of our circle gotcha. or i think being conscious of, about it is very strong point so right. that's a good keyword mm-hmm. consciousness yeah or we don't make these jokes in front of people that we don't know okay so let's say we'll make uh you make a racist joke about dominicans in front of other dominicans you've never met before okay um yeah and stuff like that like i won't say any i won't call you a cracker in front of other white people Do you think cracker jack <laughs> should still exist cracker jack what's the history behind it i don't know he's a he's a he's a guy named jack he's a fucking cracker he loves some <laughs> caramel popcorn it's not a cracker it isn't it's popcorn it has peanuts so why they call it cracker jack think about that i was thinking about cracker barrel too 
Yeah, right. Was it a barrel full of crackers? In a sense, like, like actual saltine crackers? You know how like, they have a barrel full of monkeys and that's a game? Mm. Right? It's a barrel full of crackers. And it is pretty white cracker barrels. Mad white. It's mad I've white. I've seen so many cracker barrels on the way down there to Tennessee. But, um, yeah. They didn't even sell me one cracker there. <laughs> <laughs> There's not one cracker in sight except for the waitresses. But boom. <laughs> With that um, said. <laughs> so the last segment, we'll run through it real quick. I don't know if you have any uh, artists of any kind. It's the gallery. So gotcha. for anybody that's not familiar, if you're a new listener, the gallery is the last segment of the show where we shout out an artist of whatever form. Okay. It could be uh, an entity. Yes. It could be a store. It could mm. be a musician. It could be a painter. It could be a makeup artist. It could be an Instagram page. It could be anything that we want to shout out. Cool. So uh, do you have anybody yeah um i want to give it's not that they're specifically brand new but they're two young guys and they started a company maybe like oh, maybe more than i know but maybe six years ago mm-hmm. and i've been obsessed with researching this recently especially being in cinematography and they're called atlas orion anamorphic lenses and as That's people know his name yeah right <laughs> so like anamorphic lenses are i don't know you know when you watch transformers jj mm-hmm. abrams is specifically known to use anamorphic lenses transformers um, or star wars transformers that didn't is... he do transformers oh my god well, i think jj abrams is also known. jj abrams is uh, a star wars dude yeah but like no, did... well, he did one of the star wars films but i think that... no transformers is the other guy why can't i think of his name right now i keep thinking jerry bruckheimer but i think it's because he passed away recently he blows shit up all the time that's what he's known for why can't i think of his name right now i know this carlos if you're listening don't make fun of me because he's gonna get on me for this he's probably yelling at the radio right now like it's There's, this uh... fucking guy the director was his name there's a couple of them though. You're thinking of uh I'll tell you right now. Sorry guys. I know you guys are all yelling at the radio right now. <laughs> I love that cuz that means they're like here with us. Michael Bay. Michael fucking Bay. Okay, so Michael I keep Bay. thinking Jerry Bruckheimer cuz I think Jerry I know, Bruckheimer passed away. I think JJ Abrams also does this, but mm-hmm. for context does. we'll say Michael Bay, right? Mm-hmm. If you ever watch Transformers, you know do you know when you see a street light or like one of the transformer lights, anything that's a light, you see that light? Yeah. That comes from an anamorphic lens. So in an anamorphic lens, it has more of an oval shape. And that's if you guys are familiar with the term bokeh or bokeh is it's more oval shaped in an anamorphic lens. And what it does, it's like when you are recording, it's very squeezed together. But the lens like in post, you stretch it out. So it's a certain focal length, but you get a lot more room in it. And it has this very cinematic appeal to it. Is that B-O-K-E-H? B-O-K-E-H, yes. Yeah. I've seen that on Photoshop. Yeah, yeah. So bokeh <laughs> is basically when you see uh, like the background not in focus, it's blurry. The shape is usually circular mm-hmm. on a regular lens, but anamorphic, it's more oval shape. Mm-hmm. And also when light hits that lens... You get those very specific lens like flares. flares. They might yeah. be blue or whatever. You see it in music videos I a know lot. Exactly what you're talking about too. So, anamorphic lenses are usually forty thousand dollars and above, up, right, Jeez. for cinematographers because they're they're made very well and they're very specific. So these two young guys created Atlas, Orion, their anamorphic lenses, 
And each one, people are going to say you're fucking wilding for this, but they're only $9,000 a piece for incredible well, in, glass. In comparison to $40,000. To $40,000. So they're making very top quality cinema glass for independent mm-hmm. and top filmmakers and they've become very popular over the years mm-hmm. and i just thought that's something cool where somebody who's very nerdy about it takes that information on it what's the top notch and makes it affordable and makes it affordable for people so uh if you invest in glass which i feel that'll be an investment over time because you can always rent out glass and always sell it for what you buy it for or more like something <clears throat> i want to tell videographers or cinematographers or photographers out there Cameras change every year. Red cameras, black magic cameras, those change every year. But glass, you can always use Mm -hmm. from here into the future. So make investments in glass. It's like a great investment, period. But those are some. What would be the difference between using this particular lens and just adding it in post? Because I've seen you adding that flair in post production. Yeah, because the thing is. One in post, you're going to have to take all that time to add it. And it mm-hmm. doesn't always correlate with the focal lens, focal length you're using. Mm-hmm. So you can, for somebody who's really about this, one is just going to look fake. Two, it just doesn't make sense. And three, it doesn't have all the other cinematic traits between sharpness and clarity, how the lens works, because there's a thing called focal breathing that when you focus from the subject to the background, sometimes you see the lens go in and out. Mm-hmm. And cinematic lenses always have a very smooth transition. So if you guys watch movies, mm-hmm. they can focus from like, say if I was shooting Jay, and then I wanted to capture another person behind him, it's not gonna <coughs> look like Jay's moving, it's gonna be a really fluid transition. Mm-hmm. And I watched this, basically uh, somebody, there's a company called Ari. They make cameras. A lot of your favorite movies been shot on Ari's, if not a red. And uh, the guy, the head CEO, one of the CEOs of Ari was talking about why the glass that they sell, like why cinema glass mm-hmm. is so expensive. And they're talking about all the products they use in it. They're using techniques that like smooth out the glass, like warm sand. Mm-hmm. Well, if you look on YouTube, I've, uh, when I've used a laptop, I've seen some of the stuff that it, like pops up in the suggestions yeah. that you look up. Yeah. And I've seen a video of how they make a camera lens yeah. and just how complex it is. Complex. So many steps. Yeah. And so, that's why I like handbags. Like yes. Luxury handbags are so expensive so because expensive. they take the time and they make it by hand. That's why, that's why Drake invests in handbags because he knows the resale value is crazy so it's the same thing again with lenses that's why i'm saying people might hear the number nine thousand and be Mm -hmm. like you're fucking crazy for a lens Mm -hmm. but for how it's built Mm -hmm. that quality that how you can use it it's like and if if, you bout it if you bout it (laughs) you know that holy crap yeah yeah. this is a steal so gotcha cool so shout them out one more time okay uh once again the company is if you guys are really serious about cinematography definitely try to make one of these investments in the future is called atlas orion anamorphic lenses and uh yeah it's just a great company i've seen people like the buff nerds jack bowens use it uh they use it on a lot of movie sets now because it has like do they have an instagram page yes they do what's it called um i believe it's like added on here atlas they have um orion yeah 
Hold on, I'm gonna for Atlas Lens Company. Atlas Lens. I've been Lens posting. Co- yeah, I've been posting more about it, but uh, they've been using it, and sometimes it gives you that. It has a vintage vibe too, like a lot of movies that nostalgia, like your favorite movies, use a lot of anamorphic lenses. So like when you guys watch Stranger Things and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it definitely has that vibe. You'll catch it once you see it. It's like uh, yeah. listening to the squeaky sound on a basketball court from the sneakers. <laughs> once you hear it, you can't. Yeah, not. I know exactly what you're talking about too. Transformers is like the perfect movie to reference because um, I do remember those particular scenes, um, especially when they're like panning yeah around the robot and then maybe like they're in a fight scene or something exactly and you always see that lens flare come through yeah yeah so that's basically what it looks like (laughs) yeah that's dope and uh it's super dope um so it's stuff that gets me really uh nerded up (laughs) (laughs) you're nerd hard on i'm so 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 my guy i'm gonna shout out is a friend of ours ariel sanchez hey aka aka dj la patilla boom but um i want to shout out his video creating company uh r.s films this man has gone from dj producer still does that but i want to shout out his video skills the video works the video really really good has been amazing lately like my man's went to ground zero of covid started going to hospitals buses anywhere in the city he went to protests and he's putting together these pieces of like these visuals that are just breathtaking Mm. uh the way he's shooting it uh the way he's editing it it just looks incredible and i just wanted to shout him out yeah uh for one uh i remember he was asking us questions about cameras and lenses and stuff like that and to see the growth of somebody um he actually sold me our 24 to 70 that we use often yeah the g master so it's actually one of my favorite lenses and um yeah just seeing the the growth of somebody from literally when he had like that little setup that he had going on he probably had like one of those like uh those little rigs yeah yeah yeah. he literally had a camera just one lens a little rig and now he has like his own little setup where he's like shooting all these dope pieces so uh his instagram is r period s films Mm -hmm. so give him a follow check out his content give him a like uh give him a follow tell him that we sent you and uh enjoy his content yeah because it's super dope and if you go on his page, you'll see the the growth, like from the first thing he posted to what he's posting recently. And yeah. uh, I know he's collaborated with a few news news channels mm-hmm. and news sources on Instagram uh, to make a couple pieces for them. So um, I'm going to holler at you uh, because I needed him for a wedding next year that we got triple booked. Yeah. So this is the luck that we got COVID, right? Pushback two weddings that we were working on one i was working on by myself and you were working on because i'm gonna be a groomsman for the wedding so i can't work it so with all this being pushed back these two weddings got pushed back to the same exact yeah one exact day and then one back to back right so this one wedding that i am attending you will be shooting and literally on the same day was another wedding that I was supposed to be shooting. So I reached out to Ariel and I asked him, like, dude, we're in a pinch. Uh, I don't know who to trust. And you're the only person that I can think of. 
please help us out yeah. and i was like dude i'll give you the rest of the money that i was supposed to get for this gig just so you could help me out because i don't trust anybody this yeah, is a yeah. dominican family that reached out to me this kid i went to high school with he was like yo i don't want to go to anybody but you and i was like damn now i can't get out of this because i'm attending my one of my good friends wedding so yeah. um yeah the, the wedding pushbacks <laughs> have been crazy and if we get more weddings for next year it's just gonna be <sighs> either we're gonna we're gonna miss some mm-hmm. or we're gonna be having these yeah. back-to-back days mm-hmm. where that back think, is gonna think be about real. that shit though like what are the chances of I these know. two weddings being just these specific ones landing on the same day it's crazy because if it were a wedding that i wasn't attending maybe we could split ourselves up oh yeah bring in another shooter i'll run the game on one you run the game in the other one and we can make it happen but this fucking way this shit uh whatever anyway how shout out COVID, to ariel how does covid <laughs> fuck up next year <laughs> shout out to ariel r.s film shout out to atlas lens company um do we have anything else they want to touch upon before uh, we get out i'll probably leave it for next time uh that'll definitely give us some context uh there's more gear that i've come across i will speak on next time i will give you a hint it is a great company called hollyland and they create transmitters for professional sets and indie sets where you guys can see and uh, again i'll go into it next but Holly i was gonna land, say are you giving a hint or are you just telling it's us it's called hollyland <laughs> it's called hollyland so yeah man but uh yeah uh once again thank you for joining us uh this was fun yes really good episode i think hopefully you guys enjoy it remember go to youtube like subscribe leave a comment on everything that we post what i forgot to mention is turn on that bell notification so you get a notification ding, whenever ding, we ding. drop a new episode or when we drop uh new music videos yeah. we're working on a new music video so make sure you do that um apple podcast make sure you uh leave a review leave a rating leave us five stars if you leave us one star please let us know how we can be better at what we're doing here and how we can inform you better and uh spotify jump into the podcast look up terrible reception podcast and uh give us a follow again if you listen to one or the other platform please jump over to the other one uh give us a follow because uh, that will help out the numbers and it pushes up in the rankings for uh other people to discover us so um my name is jay suarez aka Jetplane J on all social media platforms once again if you're looking for me on xbox i am Jetplane suarez somebody find him on xbox <laughs> <clears throat> and right in front of me is my co-host <laughs> and parlay aka trap jesus mm-hmm. on instagram um it's been a pleasure once a lot of this clears we will have guests again uh, i mm-hmm. thought you know that added a nice little mix up in the on set and um yeah, till then i hope everybody is safe and well and continue yep. on with the fight for humanity yeah and this episode is actually dropping after july 4th so i hope you guys had a safe july 4th uh have a couple dogs in my name make sure you don't minus the handgun minus the ar-15 and the pink polo hey fuck it wear the pink polo (laughs) just leave the ar-15 at home and Uh, with that said all jokes aside just be safe out there guys (laughs) with that said (laughs) let's hit it with the intro in the outro one play the social game we are social power 98.5